Hello, all you Xbox freaks, and welcome to this Xbox Life episode 301, Mobile Xbox. I am one of your hosts in this crazy podcast machine. I am Brun BJSwick33, and along with me is the voice you all know and love when his mic is not muted, Rob. Hey, what's up, everybody? Is this thing on? Tap, tap, tap. Yes. Is this thing on? Right. It's on, and hopefully they can hear us, because this week I am hosting the show. And they can hear. Well, at least I heard you. Yes. So I'm giving it a double thumbs up. All right. So, and the last but not least, the one that holds the key to our hearts, the one, the only, Wingman709, or Mark. What up, people? <laughs> <laughs> Do not blame me for the show this week. <laughs> oh, we'll we'll see. So, and you guys can't hear everybody on the stream. Everything's good on that part. I don't know. Seems I, like I so got far. muted. Oh, you have it well. I, I had it going. Oh, it good. 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 All right. See now, though, every anybody who's watching the show, they can see you perfectly, Bron. Yes. But we're well, all squished. Oh yeah, well they can see you guys perfectly as well. I tried to make Everything it. Everything looks okay. Yeah, hopefully. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> Who knows? Put, Who knows? Put your glasses on, Rob. Put your You're glasses squished. on. You're squished. perfect proportion, but hey. That's good. You know what we are? I'm really skinnier than what it looks like in the in the picture. <laughs> <laughs> we are. We're squished. <laughs> so. Yeah. But. Uh... Well, hey, Rob. come on, Brian. It's you, buddy. Well, I know, I know. Well, you know, like I said, welcome to the show. Um, first off, let's say support us. And how do you support us? You support us by going to Amazon.com or thisxboxlife.com/slash Amazon, and that is our affiliate link. And anything you buy there gives us a little uh, piece. Nothing costs to you, but um, we do, you know, get a little bit off of it, and we uh, give it back. You know, obviously, to our listeners and fans of the show, and I'm getting a volume low. So, volume, volume low. So, well, hopefully, it got a little bit louder. We'll see. Um, but like I said, uh, this xboxlife.com/slash/amazon, or you can go to the site, and obviously, we have a a link there. Right, and next already. We're off. I'm going to keep the show flowing, and we're going to what we've been playing. So, Rob, what have you been playing? So, this week, I've been playing some more uh, Wolfenstein, the New Order. Man, the further I get in this game, the more I love it. I mean, the storyline is just fantastic. I I literally thought it was going to end, but it keeps going, and it's it's getting to the point of where you really care about the characters and there's some not nice stuff that happens. And I mean, it, it, it sucked me in. I, this is a fantastic game. I'm really kind of surprised that it hasn't been getting the love that I think it deserves. And uh, if, if anybody out there is on the fence about this game, definitely get it. If you haven't heard about it, I haven't paid attention to it very much. Definitely check it out. The, the game's just awesome. What makes uh, it so awesome? Because I got to ask this because I've played id games, yeah, and I've watched some uh, Twitch streaming of this, and looks this looks to be just like every other id game. 
uh, I was watching someone walk around for a long time and like nothing was going on. And it, I don't it, know what they're doing then because <laughs> there's something seems, always going on. Seems like a straightforward strafing shooter, you know, it is. lack of any. It, it's got a cool like, story. Like you do some cool stuff. I mean, is it like some... rage that it looked good but was lifeless and boring? I don't remember rage too much. Uh, I just remember the beginning of it. Other than that, I, I really couldn't comment on it. I, all I know is when I started playing Rage, I just didn't get very far into it. I kind of lost interest. This one kept me involved. It, I, I really enjoyed it. To me, it is along the lines of Tomb Raider. That's really? Um, it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. There's some very cool stuff in there. I, I love the storyline of it. Of its alternate universe, the Nazis won. I believe it's set around 1960, 1965, and uh, just the technology. It's it's your typical, you know, Nazis go to the moon. Nazis, you know, took over everybody. There's a secret resistance. It's just phenomenal. The technology that they've taken from World War II era to uh, you know be able to reach the moon, and you know, the, there's like robots and mechanical hoons and so forth but it's really good it's been on sale a lot i would definitely pick it up because i saw it today even for 39 bucks over at meyer or somewhere yeah meyer so uh, it's definitely definitely worth it uh, if anything wait until it's deeply discounted and get it e either way just get it um other than that uh, i did finish uh wolf among us uh, episode five. Uh, I think uh, one of you two guys might have played it, so maybe I'll hold off until uh, until later on, so we can talk about it. And that's about it. Oh, and Disney Infinity, but not much to say there. <laughs> All right, Mark. How about you, bro. Oh well, okay, me. Uh, mine's easy. Battlefield Four. So I've been playing a lot of Battlefield Four. I got accepted uh, into a community. It's uh, the ADK. And so, playing a lot on their servers and guys, and getting better. I will say it's it's kind of weird, like how playing with people that are very good at the game kind of make you better, makes you better. Um, going from like, I was always kind of in the middle, fifty fifty, you know, like seven and seven or eight and nine or like around that, and then you know I've put in a couple thirty eights and fives and stuff like that now. So, um, it's just good when you run a with a good group of people, so, which I always have. The people I ran bef with before, too, are also very good. It's just constant. You know, with these guys, it's constantly doing things. Other than that, that's it. Mark? Alrighty, I played Sniper Elite 3, of course. Um, pretty much, I got everything out of that game. I think I'm going to be able to get out of it. I have all but four achievements. Three of them are based on playing on harder levels. Not sure how far up the food chain I want to try to climb with that one. Um, the other one seems to be glitched. I cannot uh, get the killing 10 snipers without being caught. Even though I've gone and done it, it doesn't seem to pop. So I don't know if I'm going to pursue that or not, but that's I've done everything else in the game. So... Um, it's been fun. It's uh, 
Oh, well, we'll see. Did go back to Titanfall, played some Titanfall this week. That was, man, it's been a long time since I played that game. I could not remember how to do anything in that game. It was just like, it felt so foreign and like new. It's like, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, I need to get back into that. I, I'm, I just, I really enjoy the game. So now that I've got that sniper done and I think Watch Dogs, unless I want to go clean up any of the side mission stuff, um, then I'll probably put devote some time to Titanfall here. And I also went and finished The Wolf Among Us. And uh, Rob, we're going to have to talk offline because huh. I was was there wasn't there a cliffhanger at the end? Like I was very confused about that. <laughs> I the when it ended, I was like, "What did I just miss?" Because it was like all of a sudden, like I think it was to me. Like, there was this M. Night Shyamalan moment, and I think I missed it. Because <laughs> I'm like, what just happened? <laughs> I, I don't think it ended the way I thought it ended. I just got the impression that I missed something right at the end. And if it was a TV show, I would have rewound it. And I couldn't, <laughs> you know? So I'm like, well, I don't want to play the whole last level over again. So we'll have to chit-chat. <laughs> okay. So... But um, yeah, I'm I'm glad it's done. I I don't plan to sign up for season two, and um, but I I just I will say this: at least I feel I got to play this episode <laughs> instead of watch it. Uh, it actually threw me off at one point because I was like, oh whoa, I need to, oh I'm playing. You know, I, I was so out of I was so used to just saying here's what I want to say and then watching 15 minutes of you know the show and oh here i'll make another just topic or uh, another conversation choice and then i'll watch another 15 minutes but this one had a <laughs> lot of gameplay which threw me off so <laughs> i was like scrambling for my controller at one point so that was nice change of pace at least we got to play it but um yeah it was good good wrap up so i still think i'm yeah. missing something I'm, I'm not really sure what happened yeah, I, I I definitely was confused, and especially, like, at that very last moment, it should have, like, what? Oh, whoa, whoa, I got to make a decision. And, uh, yeah, I, and I'm like, I, I think we really, probably made yeah. the same decision, I, I would guess. And then I think I made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. I think, yeah, we'll talk. But uh, if anybody else has finished it and wants to share their thoughts on what they think happened feel free to email us. <laughs> I'd love to hear what other people <laughs> thought of the ending. So, but that's, that's what I played this week. Yeah. Just a quick couple thoughts on uh, Wolf Among Us. Um, the storyline was kind of brought together a little bit uh, from the last couple episodes. Um, it, it definitely has progressed a lot from the first episode it almost seems like it's a different game, different storyline, I would say, in the fifth yeah, fifth episode. Wouldn't you agree with that, Mark? It was very different. Oh, totally but that, different. But that's because we played it. Yeah. You know, and, it was uh, the first one I think we actually played. Oh, yeah. Oh, you mean the, the fifth one? Yeah. Yeah, there was a whole bunch of stuff in there. Um, actually, uh, there's a huge battle scene with what was her name? Bloody Mary or something. Was that right? Is that her name? 
Uh, Blo- yeah, Bloody Mary. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a huge battle scene with Bloody Mary. I really don't know how I made it through that <laughs> on the first try. Because <laughs> uh, there's a couple things that would, you know, shoot up uh, the letter X, and then I just, like, get punched in the face. I'm like, okay, I thought I hit it, but I guess not. Then Y, same thing. But I made it all the way through. I, I kind of wonder if, if you really, really have to screw up uh, in order to... Uh, to lose. Actually, there was a couple times where I hit the wrong trigger on accident. Like it would show left trigger for your action, and I hit the right one, and it still continued. So I really wonder if it matters. I did the same thing. Yeah. 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 But um, yeah, the the story was kind of shocking to some degree, and uh, I don't know if that's the best way to put it. It's just that I, I don't I don't know if I liked how it progressed. You know, it, it didn't leave me, like, with a warm fuzzy to some yeah, degree. I'm, I'm glad that it's over, but I, the ending confused me totally. Yeah, and I think that's why, because was, I was the same way. I'm like, what just happened? I don't, you know, I feel like I got robbed. <laughs> like, I really missed something that I should have been. It's like, I think there was a wow moment, and I missed it. You know, that that's the way I feel. I feel like I missed something huge. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, there was a whole big banter section of the game with uh, the Crooked Man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Where yep. he was under trial or whatever you want to call it. And it was kind of rough for me to get through. I was getting annoyed. <laughs> it reminded me from a scene from Walking Dead where <laughs> they had a similar type of thing where you're trying to convince people, then they're going against you, then they're with you, then they're against you. It's like, come on, just get through this. But uh, I'm, I'm just curious, what did you do with the, the Crooked Man? Elected to uh, actually put him in prison, but I don't know. I believe that that's one of those that your choice is meaningless. Right. So I would love to hear from someone who chose the opposite choice because I'll bet you it still played out the same. But I don't want to say much. You know, this yeah. just came out. We don't want to spoil anything. Yeah. I, I, you... ca- I caged him. Okay. Yeah. So. Cool. All anyway, right. Yeah. Okay. So. That'll. Do you have one more thing or can. No, that, that, that was it. I think <laughs> that was all I played. So. All right. Cool. All right. Well, the last couple shows, uh, people have been liking, I think, the way we've been doing the news. So, Mark, it is your turn. So, uh, tell us, what is the breaking news? All right. This week on the this week on Xbox News Live, uh, <laughs> the July update is rolling out with it. Comes a new and enhanced snap mode for achievements. Double tap to snap and more voice control options. If you have ideas for future updates, let Microsoft hear your thoughts at the official Xbox feedback site found at xbox.uservoice.com. What do you guys think of my news voice? Is that cool? That's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> and no, right, I don't want to think guess about I'll, it. I guess. <laughs> I guess I will <laughs> stick to doing podcasting. All right. Anyways, that was my first news item. But anyway, it was real. So that's a yeah. real site that I just gave out. So, But moving on, um, Destiny will soon be available to us in beta form starting July 23rd and running through July 27th. Xbox One and Xbox 360 gamers will be able to play the beta. 
you can get beta access by pre-ordering the game. If you don't have a beta key, ask your friends as all beta players will have three keys to share. Um, regarding Destiny pre-orders, if you do decide to pre-order one, you'll have three different collector's editions to choose from. The limited edition, which is $99.99 US dollars, comes with exclusive emblems and ship variants, as well as a season pass for the two post-launch content expansions. On top of that, it includes physical goods like a field guide, a star chart, and postcards, all in a limited edition steelbook case. The Destiny Digital Guardian Edition is $89.99, comes with the expansion pass as well as the digital content from the limited edition, the ship variants, emblems, and ghost casing. The, um, the Destiny Ghost Edition, which is $149.99, comes with all that, plus additional photos, a patch, stickers, and a ghost replica featuring motion-activated lights and the voice of Destiny star Peter Dinklage. Do you want Borderlands, the pre-sequel, on your Xbox One? If so, then you need to just let... ...the Xbox 360 and the PC first, but a current-gen version may be possible later. So head to the official Gearbox forums to have your voice heard and let them know you want it on Xbox One as well. Titanfall Frontier's Edge DLC has been announced, and that means we are getting three more maps in which to drop our Titans into. We will be playing on an isolated mining outpost called Dig Site, a beach resort known as Haven, and a mountainside mining hub called Export. We don't yet have a release date, but it will cost $10 for non-season pass holders. Gearbox Software has announced their next new IP, and it's called Battleborn. This game is not even due out until March 2016, so honestly, I'm not sure why they felt they needed to announce it now, but they did. The game is a first-person arena shooter with cooperative narrative and competitive multiplayer modes. The game will be set in a futuristic sci-fi fantasy world. A team of diverse warriors are tasked with defeating consuming evil force in order to save the universe's last star. Doesn't sound too original to me, but it's Gearbox, so it can't be that bad. Uh, we have often heard about the power of the cloud, and we may soon see what Microsoft means. Recently, Microsoft showed off Ultra MMO Age of Ascent, in which up to 100,000 players can do battle in the same session. The game is currently in an alpha stage on PC. It's a space dogfighting sim featuring theaters of war based on planetary scans and star maps carried out by NASA and the European Space Agency. At peak capacity, the game can draw on 250 load balancers and game servers. This is the kind of thing that cloud computing can provide in terms of access to scale and a difference in gaming experience. GameStop is planning to take a bigger part of game development in order to secure exclusive content. This plan is to get exclusive content in the game earlier to provide more than just skins or weapons. They are looking to provide both digital and physical content, as well as possibly gameplay exclusives. Seems like a last-ditch effort to hold off the inevitable digital-only future of gaming. Killer Instinct Season 2 character roster will see the addition of Maya, Queen of the Amazon. She dual wields daggers, which will actually level up as she uses them, leading to the point where she can throw them as projectiles. Season 2 of Killer Instinct hits this fall. Minecraft on Xbox One will support 8-player multiplayer when it launches, but the developer has stated that they plan to increase that number with a downloadable update. So I guess the number of players will now match the number of bits. 
Battlefest is here. Beginning on July 12th, which was yesterday, players will get a two-day double XP bonus for all players. After that, EA will offer new content on a weekly basis, including free camo unlocks and community missions that force players to work together to reach a goal. This is all set to kick off the release of the Dragon's Teeth DLC launching on July 15th. And if you can't figure out what game I'm talking about, then you probably shouldn't be playing. Xbox 360 gamers can now get a bundled version of the classics Banjo-Kazooie and Banjo-Tooie. Both games have had updated graphics and achievements from the original games, and this bundle is available for $15 on the marketplace. And that has been the news. All right. Thank you, Mark. So now we can head into our round top, our roundtable topics. And to start this one off, and as I was saying in the chat, oh, I don't have the files. You probably did send them to me, but I got a number of emails, and I think I probably just lost it in the mail. So okay. I'm going to play uh, the message first, and then we'll hit the uh, topics. So, E, and pray this works. <laughs> Hi, guys. Just want to let you know, great show. It's nice to hear that um, middle-aged gamers like myself have got a, a great show like yours where we all want to know about the, the growth of the, the Xbox and how the console is going to grow in the future. But I have got a question for you. What is happening with the 3D? I know that um, DVD will not play at the moment on the Xbox One, and that's a feature that I fully expected to play on the new console, especially as the PS4 will play 3D content. Is there any news on when we will be able to play 3D content on our Blu-ray players? If you guys can find out, I'd be most appreciated because I'm waiting to watch the 3D films and uh, unfortunately the Xbox One cannot do it. And how, what else do you guys think about 3D gaming? Is this going to be the new era with 3D TVs? Are we going to see true 3D games on the Xbox One as well as the film capability? Great show, lads. Look forward to your answer. All right. So there we go. So what do we think? Do we want to do we want to hit the movie part first, or do we want to hit the game part? You 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 lead us, Brian. Well, let's uh, you let's hit, let's let's hit the uh, you know the uh, let's hit the movie part first. Now the Xbox One. This is the first time we had a Blu-ray player, obviously. Um, it, I mean, are we going to be able to do 3D? Is that going to require another type of drive, or is that just like patched in? As far as I understand, it has to be a whole new thing. I mean, is this talking about 3D movies or 3D gaming? 3D movies. Hmm. For the first part, right? Yeah. So your question now is 3D movies. I don't know if you need to have a different type of drive. I, I don't know. Or is it just more the output? That it needs to be. I, I would think it's just the output. It's just data on that yeah. disc. The drive, right. the you know, is still just reading the disc and outputting the data. It's going to put the images out, however, it is on the disc. So, I would think you just would have to add the the goggles. But you know, I, I don't think I know Sony can do it, but I really don't believe, and I could be wrong. I don't know of anybody watching 3D movies or buying 3D movies or sitting down and putting on a pair of glasses to watch a movie. 
you know um i personally i avoid 3d movies at the theater i go to the non-3d version i enjoy them better um I just don't think it's that big of a deal yet. And I know Sony's pushing it because they're, you know, they're in the movie. They, Sony's also in the movie industry. Right. So they make money on that. That's a big push for them on that front where Microsoft is not in the movie industry. So they, you know, they're going to look at the Xbox one to what, what is people, what are consumers buying, you know, and I don't see people buying 3d tvs and you know or capable tvs with the glass it's just not that big of a thing yet it may someday i I don't really know if it will be you know we still got a lot of movies until everything's 3d in the theater i don't think it's going to be that big of a deal in the home so yeah i i think microsoft just played it safe and you know give give people what they want you know to me this is the this is the one place where you know, they could take the jab at Sony if they wanted to. Um, some people want it, obviously. I mean, you know, don't get me wrong, and there's nothing oh, wrong sure. with that. I just don't think the majority of people are really into it. I, I, I think a lot of people, I mean, look how many people in the world have glasses on. Now, to watch that movie, I have to take my glasses off, which allow me to see clearly, and put on something else. Well, guess what? I can't see that movie that clearly anymore. And I can't put them over my glasses. That really doesn't work. So I do not like, and I'm sure many people with glasses don't care for 3D. And there's a big chunk of the world that wears glasses. So I I don't, but can the hardware do it? Probably. I, I don't think, I would, I would say it's probably a software update that they can make that available and it would probably be simple to do and if you want it i would recommend going to and i'll say it again because i kind of probably read it a little too fast oh let me pull up my other oh what did i do with it uh no i lost i guess i didn't keep it it's um what is that link hold on i'll have it for you here in just a second let me pull up this other tab the you can give microsoft feedback at the xbox.uservoice.com that's the official microsoft controlled website page if you will where they're getting feedback from consumers on what they want in future updates so i'll actually look through here and see if i see anything on three-dimensional but you can go in here and and make the request for 3d and so that that's what i tell people and the one, yeah. sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I'll let you, you go ahead first. Ron. Okay. Now, from what I know about it, and I, I just want to mention I don't have a 3D TV at home. So um, what I'm going to talk about here is just what I briefly learned in my investigation into it and my interest in, um, you know, video and television and so forth uh, across the years. But there, there's a couple of different systems that are available uh, for 3D so there's your standard uh, 3D that uses the, um, I don't know what you would call them, just not the goggles, but the glasses like in a movie theater where there's some kind of polarization or whatever it is between the two lenses. So this kind of technology, I, I know that it works to some degree in the home. 
Uh, it obviously works pretty darn good in the movies, but uh, it works to some degree at home because I know my father-in-law does it. Uh, another type of system is the kind that has the glasses with the or the goggles with the shutters on them. And with this, you would need some kind of technology to trigger the shutters, I would think, uh, that has to be present either in the console or in the TV uh, in order to do that. And those have to be a very high um, uh, ref refresh rate or whatever. Because your 3D TVs, I believe, are a minimum of, a, of a 120 hertz, if not 240. And that's kind of a requirement for the stuff to work properly. So... You do need a couple of things in place depending on the system that you're going to go with. And I don't know if the 360 or the, the Xbox One was built with that in mind. So, you know, can it do it? Well, it depends. Uh, if it's the second shutter uh, type of method, I don't think so if the console has to trigger that. Now, talking about the 3D uh, movie system as a whole, my understanding is, is that, um, and this is going off of some secondhand stuff that I heard from Consumer Electronics Show, the 3D stuff is kind of going away. Uh, it didn't really catch on. It was kind of like a nice attempt. And, you know, if it works great, fantastic. But it, you know, it, it did not get the adaptation that it really needed because, like, uh, between... Just like us three, uh, do either of you guys have 3D TVs at home? Nope. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, maybe that's <laughs> that shows you right there uh, how many people have them. Granted, you know, if I was to buy a new TV now, I'd probably get one with 3D. I don't think I would use it very often, but I I'd still might get one with that. But, uh, you know, just the fact that it really hasn't caught on in the movie aspect... Um, I, I don't see Microsoft really going, you know, feet first into something like that. They might, you know, hang around, see how it's going to, you know, play out, you know, but chances are, I think it's going to be on the decline. It, not that it's a bad feature. It's just that it didn't get the adaptation. I mean, it's, to me, it's similar to the, uh, what was it, that, uh, remember a couple years ago, they had the HD audio discs. You guys yeah. remember those? Yeah. I mean, where did those go? I mean, they kind of went away. It wasn't that it was a bad technology. They sounded fantastic, but they just didn't get it adopted. And, and they kind and of a just... Lot of it, a lot of it's price. Yeah. And right now with the economy pretty much in the tank, I mean, people just aren't spending money and they don't, you know, they're, you know, if you don't already have a 3D TV, you're probably not going to go out and spend the extra money to get one just because your console supports it. Right. Because so, a television... Honestly, I believe a television is like an appliance. I mean, it's something that you literally will buy and hang on to forever until well, it just nowadays dies. they make them so disposable. They used to be like an appliance. I think that I think yeah. I think that thought is going away. These things don't last as long as the old ones. True. And they're pushing out new technology all the time. True. So. But you know, my most recent TV that I got is probably six years old now the other ones are much older than that i do have, I have one. no intention i have one that's 11 years old that i i'm gonna need to replace oh that big one <laughs> the, the one yeah the one i used yeah. to have way back in yeah I, my first house in plainfield there the i still daddy. have that i still have it my one in my office is bigger 
but yeah. I can lift that one by myself. <laughs> oh, nice. Like 60 inch because it's just an LCD. So <laughs> it weighs like 40 but, pounds probably. Yeah. But, but also, uh, I looked at the uh, official feedback page and did a search. There's not one single request for 3D on their feedback page. Yeah. So, and they've got um, like the gaming and achievement category has 2,000 uh, requests. There's 1,300, over 1,300 in console accessories, over 1,100 in apps, um, 1,000 in homes and settings. I mean, there's a bunch of categories. So there's there's probably 5,000 requests here and not one is related to 3D. So, you know, I, I think that kind of helps answer it that the Xbox community really does, that's not a real a high on their priority list. Right. You know, Sony can tout it all they want, but it's not like this community doesn't seem to be really care about it. And a lot of people on our Twitch channel right now that do have them say they don't ever use them. Yeah. And I, I would like to mention that in the theater, I enjoy 3D movies. I don't see them very often, but uh, I do enjoy them. I, I, I like the effect. However, I would think that the Xbox would pursue 3D gaming before 3D movies. I wonder if there's some licensing thing with that as well. I bet somebody's got to get paid if you do the 3D movies. It's probably Sony. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah probably. So. All right. And real quick, can I put my uh, two cents in on this? <laughs> yes, sir, Mr. Brown. I did, my, mine's real simple, and, and mine is kind of why I put I, I chose the image that I chose for uh, this topic. As I know, what the pictures on there doesn't have anything to do with 3D, but you know, what's the next big thing that everybody's talking about when it comes to gaming? They're talking about Oculus Rift and, and whatever, whatever their the Sony one is. So, and I put that picture because I'm sitting there thinking, like, I there is no way I want to put one of those things. I don't want to look like that when I'm playing my games. But, you know, I, it hasn't taken off. you got to have the, the hardware to do it. And then also, this is what everybody else is talking about is, you know, I want the VR and things like that. Do I think 3D gaming needs to be on Xbox One? No, because I really don't know if it's going to go anywhere now. But... You know, talking about the Oculus thing, I was just kind of wondering here. When you're playing a game and let's say something happens and it kind of freaks you out, you tend to like have a jerk response. What do you do in a situation like that where you can't get away from the screen? <laughs> I don't. Do you have to have like a safety zone around you when something jumps out at you and you kind of like have this like full body response? to kind of protect yourself rip it off your head i guess <laughs> yeah. yeah or close your eyes <laughs> yeah well we'll see we'll see what happens with that thing and so it, just so the, remember i mentioned sony's probably involved i looked it up on the real d 3d which is what all these movies are now they're made in that real d 3d mm -hmm. uh, technology it says the high resolution digital camera grade video projector alternately alternately projects right eye frames and left eye frames, switching between them 144 times per second. The projector is either a Texas Instrument digital light processing device or Sony's reflective liquid crystal on silicone. So like I said, they're, you know, they're very much involved. They, they produce movies, they 
pump out Blu-rays on Sony. They they have cameras that these movie studios do, so they have a really big push um, to get 3D into the homes. They sell the glasses and and all that other stuff. So. Yeah. So that that's one thing why they're separate. And they need to make money somewhere because they're losing it in their all their other divisions. So. Oh yeah. Hey, did you guys see that uh, the the Google Cardboard thing that they did from Google I/O? Yeah. That's pretty funny. <laughs> did you pretty. Did you see that, Mark? No. No. Is is basically is basically like you fold up a box. Yeah. That would sit on your head and you put your phone in it that makes it look like you know something like that <laughs> so it's like yeah, here, it's, here you go yeah it, you know how that oculus rift looks like that pair of goggles with the flat right. front to it so yeah. would google i think they were giving this out was that bro was that right? um i can't remember the attendees anyway i think they were giving it out and it came with this uh cardboard thing that you kind of open up and you assemble uh, you know, kind of like how a box kind of folds in on itself and, you know, it stays open. Uh, and they also have on a uh, website, they have instructions on how you can make your own, where you can source the parts and how to assemble it and all. I pasted it in the, uh, in the yeah. Twitch chat. So. But what it does is it has uh, these lenses and you kind of construct a cardboard uh, goggle and you place your... Uh, Android phone in the front end of it. It's rubber banded in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. So it's like a poor man's uh, a VR device. It's very funny. It's, I think it's kind of oh. clever. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of neat. Uh, I don't, I don't know how good they work, but <laughs> that's classic. <laughs> what, what's the, um, what was the old thing that we used to have as kids? The, was red. You'd put the little sliding uh, disc in it. You'd click the thing oh, to rotate uh, the image. Um, you remember what those? That's that's what I thought when I saw this. Spectra something. Spectra. No. Uh, yeah, the little round disc, and then you have the little yeah. lever that you pull on the side, and some kind of little projector. I'm so, looking it up. View, view master. Viewmaster. 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 That's what that kind of looked like when I first saw that cardboard picture. It reminded me of a Viewmaster, where the one of the images. <laughs> <laughs> you That's funny. So. Oh yeah. All right. Well. Anyway. What, ab what about gaming? <laughs> yep. Yep. So. All right. So we're good on that topic. We're gonna move to the next one, and the next one is kind of interesting because if you remember back in the past, they were talking about, or the CEO was kind of like, there was rumors that he was trying to kill off. The Xbox brand or whatever he was trying to do, and we're all just like, whatever. I, you, you just can't do that. Why, why is he doing that? Um, but what we hear now is that he is getting on board with the Xbox brand, and his comments about a potential shift and priority toward mobile devices and getting the Xbox brand on mobile devices. So, what do you think we're going to see now? You know, or is Microsoft going to be? Going, hitting the phones, challenging, you know, Apple, are they going to be challenging this? Are they going to be challenging Nintendo? Are they going to make a mobile device just in general? It doesn't have to be a, on a phone, but it could be in any mobile device. So will we see a mobile Xbox? What do you guys think about that? I, I don't know. Um, Rob, you got any thoughts on this? 
<laughs> well, that is a very good question because Microsoft is they've got a couple of, of, of different avenues that they're that they're pursuing. So they've got the Xbox with the gaming, and they also have mobile, which includes the phones. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if the, I would count the, the Surface in there. But okay. anyway, don't no, I'm not saying it's a bad device. <laughs> you know, because to me, that's like a, almost like a laptop replacement now. Yeah. You know, versus, uh, you know, a tablet, which in my eyes isn't quite as functional. But anyway, I really wonder if, you know, as, as cool as a mobile Xbox would be, I wonder if it would detract from their mobile business at all depending uh, on how it's done because for me mobile gaming is horrible i I just i i don't like very many of the games um and the ones that that try to be let's say like a first person shooter console game uh, i i can't handle the controls they're just awful i don't like holding like the like the d-pad on the screen you guys know what I'm talking yeah. about? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because my, my finger wanders, and I'm not centered on it anymore, and it, it just it's just frustration, and I, I just stop playing it. I, I just don't care for them at all. So, well, the Xbox brand, though, doesn't mean console, though. I mean, the Xbox brand is really branched, because, like, on my Surface, I play a lot of games on my Surface, and they're all branded Xbox, and I yeah. get gamer score for them, and... Right. You know, I play a lot of stuff on my Surface. I don't list it off every week, but those are Xbox-branded games. So them going mobile could just be Xbox-branded gaming that give you achievements. Just, you know, could be stuff like the Bejeweleds and, you know, Angry Birds yeah. and stuff like that. It's just more casual type of stuff. So not, not you know, we're not going to see Wolfenstein, but we probably would see Wolf Among Us and Walking Dead, you know, those episodic games, because I think they already have them on, on the iPhone and stuff. Yep. So I think that's what they're kind of talking about, you know, when they say mobile Xbox. Because as soon as I hear mobile Xbox, to me, that means some kind of hardware, something that I'm going to be able to hold, something I'm going to be able to play specific to gaming. And I look at the nvidia console what the shield yeah whatever it's called you mean you look at that you look at the vita i mean the vita has been out for a while now and it's pretty much a flop yeah nobody can beat nintendo for some reason the 3ds is just you know and that's the thing i don't i don't see them doing a gaming device like that because i think it'd be so hard to break into that market um and I think if they're going to do it, they're going to do it like with what we see on the surface. They're going to just use those Nokia phones and, you know, add it to the Windows 8 mobile devices or whatever. And they're just going to bring gaming that way with the Xbox branded games, you know, bringing Xbox Live that way, that type of thing, you know. Right. That, that's and, what I think they're talking about, to build a new – which and I would love to see, like, a handheld from Microsoft. Don't get me wrong. I would love it, and I'd buy it day one. I used to have a PlayStation or a PSP. Yep. Um, and I really liked it. I had the original yeah, it was one. very nice. It had the discs and, and all that stuff, and I really liked that device. Um, I used to have a Sega Game Gear, man. That thing ruled. <laughs> um, so – 
you know, you oh, get yeah. a good device done properly, you know, with the sticks and stuff, you could, you know, and if you, and that's the thing, if Xbox made a game like a PSP device with the sticks, the dual sticks, then you could make a pretty good game machine. You could do first person shooters on there, you know? Yeah. But I, I think doing hardware, man, you're talking billions of dollars in investment in R&D to try to compete against Nintendo. Now, people could say, well, yeah, well, they could have said the same thing when they went after when Xbox was first released and PS2 was a dominant force. I mean, people kind of laughed at Microsoft and now where are they today? Uh, well, they're not the dominant force. You know, they never have been. Sony has still beat them every um, every time. Uh, PS3 has outsold uh, Xbox 360. You know, we had the lead for a long time. They eventually caught up and outsold more hardware. Um, they're killing Xbox right now. So to go after Nintendo, which is almost untouchable, you know, with the handheld, seems like a pretty daunting task in today's marketplace. Doesn't mean they won't do it. You know, uh, Nintendo used to be the king of the home entertainment console, and now they're the flops, you know? Oh, yeah. But you know, they own portable, they these do. portable consoles. So anybody trying to go into the portable market right now, I think will have the same result as Nintendo's attempts to get into the home console market now yeah. with the Wii U. Well, Jap in the in the comments actually made a good point. Well, kind of tagging on to his, but you know, Microsoft did purchase Nokia. Yep. So I mean, right, they, that's they... what I was saying. They'll use Nokia phones. They'll okay. use their. That's what they've got. They've, they'll stick with the mobile phone market. Continue with Windows. I think what is it? Windows 8 Mobile's out now. Yeah. And there's a lot of Xbox games. They're just like Surface. They're all yeah. branded Xbox. But you know, I think it would be very short-sighted of Microsoft to let's say even go with a Nokia type of effort or even Windows Mobile if they're going to get into mobile gaming and if they're going to make a difference. They have to pull a Sega and basically start making games and make it cross-platform across every platform. Because, I mean, Nokia's got their, uh, I, I forgot what it's called. U well, I know they had UIQ and Symbian and all that. And I, don't, I don't know what you call their current stuff. Well, I guess Windows Mobile. Anyway, they, they've got their stuff there, but you look at Android. Android's 85% of the market right now. And then the majority of the remaining 15% is Apple. So if they go with some kind of uh, Nokia effort, is it going to matter? Nobody's going to be buying them. I mean, they have to go cross-platform. They have to make, let's say, like Xbox Live for Android, Xbox Live for Apple, for iPhone iPad, well, whatever the devices are, and then put out content on there and make it achievements. Wordament, I first played Wordament on my iPhone and yeah. got achievements. They, they've been leaning so. that way. So, and, and I think, I mean, when he's saying taking an Xbox and, and concentrating on mobile devices, I don't think they're talking about just Windows. I think they're talking about going that cross. But it's something we'll just have to see. I mean, and, and you guys are you're right that it doesn't have to mean that it's gaming first-person shooters or an, a, a mobile Xbox. I mean, it could be, it could be anything. Yeah. And 
I mean, I had a PSP. Actually, I still have a PSP. And to me, the PSP was kind of like the grown-up gaming system. Right. Yeah. I had, uh, I mean, I've got a 3DS now. I had the DS, and I had what, the Game Boy Advance prior to that. And granted, the Nintendo systems had the tiny screens, but they had games that were okay on those screens. The PSP had the big boy games on it, you know, the games that I really enjoyed. But it was, for me, it was awful to play on such a tiny little screen. It was awful. Just because I felt like I didn't see the detail as I, I needed to, unless I probably held it right up to my face, which isn't realistic, you know, to play long term and plus people make fun of you and all. So if they make any kind of system that does like really good first person shooters, that screen would be a huge issue, at least for me. So, you know, sticking to if they do something like that where it actually is a piece of hardware maybe even just doing, you know, some kind of casual games on it. You know, have your goofy, you know, letter games and Angry Birds and all that. It might be more suited for that. Yeah, yeah. it'd be interesting to see what happens. So, but at least, at least uh, Satya Nadella is on board with mm -hmm. Xbox. And, you know, we had some concerns it was going to uh, sell it off. So, but, um, so yeah, I think it's good news. Good news for Microsoft. Good, good news for Xbox gamers. Um, I would love to see Xbox across more platforms. So, hopefully, that's the way it'll go. Oh, yeah. So. Cool. All right. Cool. Well, uh, Les, I don't remember if it was Les. I do recall you guys were talking about uh, Wing. I think it might have been you mentioned something <laughs> like, "Where are like the trials? Where are the demo? You know, where you know Xbox Live Arcade games? You could always try them out before you buy them and stuff like that." We where talked did, about that last week. A little uh, bit. Last week, okay. I, I knew I knew it was in the last couple of weeks because I remember <laughs> you talking about. It. I was like, "Where have those gone? Where where they go?" So it looks like. Microsoft's now going to allow developers to offer trials. Games in this uh, this header here says. Brian, your audio keeps going in and out. Oh, okay. Just what, so you know. Do you want to? We're getting like every other word. So. Do you want to uh, explain? Sure. Essentially, what came out this week, and this wasn't even announced by Microsoft. I think it was a. It came from. Um, Oh, I guess it did. It was from the ID at Xbox program director, Chris Charla. Um, he made a comment that um, would, okay, so he says, being able to sample content from the digital storefront is one of the more compelling advantages of shopping digitally. Okay, yeah, that'd be great if it worked, uh, if we had that. So he said, trial size portion of games could be sampled on the 360 by downloading the Xbox Live Arc title, arcade title, which could then be used to unlock the full game without an additional download. But multi-purpose downloads haven't appeared on the Xbox One, and that has the potential to change. So while demos and full games are generally separate on an Xbox One, and there are some demos and they are separate downloads, um, the option to offer both in the same file is something that's been recently turned on. 
Um, I don't think we've seen any ID at Xbox games yet that have shipped with trials, but we may well in the future. It's something that's open to everybody. So that ability is now available to, you know, to have that, which we had on the 360. Now, it doesn't, it should make the marketplace a lot easier to find those things because you're going to find the game and it'll say, do you want a free trial or you want to buy the game? Um, instead of having to actually see two different entries for the game, like currently, uh, if you look for a Zoo Tycoon, just do a search for that, you'll actually see two different entries, one for the demo and one for the actual game. Um, so, you know, this will get more to the 360 way of life, and I'm hoping, what I, but I still, it still doesn't solve the problem that demos are required on the 360 and they're not on the Xbox One. I still feel that Microsoft needs to say, you know what? If you really want, you know, these devs want used game sales or, you know, these publishers and developers want to kill off used games, um, then going digital is going to do that. Then you need to get on board and invest in trials because, you know, I may have purchased Wolfenstein, but I won't because I'm not dumping $60 into a game that I don't know if I'm going to like or not. And then I can't take it back to the store and sell it. I'm stuck with it. It's like Thief. I bought it only at half price, but I played a little bit of it. I really don't like it. It, it, it To me, I, I feel like, man, and that was one of those things, like, when I look at Wolfenstein, even if it's 40 bucks, I'm like, yeah, well, I bought Thief for 30 and didn't like it. I, I you know, I'm going to have to, so now I want Wolfenstein to be less than 30, because if I don't like it, I don't, I don't want to feel like I just threw my money away. So we need trial versions of these games so we can play them, plain and simple. And digital is not going to be ready until every game is, has a trial, a, w a way to sample it. I mean, were they required in on yes. the 360i? I thought there were some that didn't have it. No, I believe I mean, it, it was, was a requirement. Okay. Yeah, I, I, positive. I, I mean, I mean, I'm wrong, but I, I've always believed that to be the case. Yeah. XBLA games were required. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so... I, I think this is what we were talking about last time, where I really think that the reason why they didn't do it is because you were supposed to be able to share games. You know, if you sh if somebody shares a game with you, like, let's say if we had the Xbox like it was originally supposed to be, you know, the, the better version than what we have today. <laughs> you know, I have, X I have Wolfenstein. I'd be like, hey, Mark, why don't you try this game? So, like, you know, while we're both at work, you can play it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, sharing sharing is a good way. If we get the family sharing or friends, yeah. you know, family, then that that answers the question. Yeah, it's like as long as somebody you know that's on your that you're on their list has it, but it still would just you know give me a give me a sampling of the game. Let me play part of a level, you know, just so I can see what it's like. Right. So, because so, I, I may know, have bought Wolfenstein already. Yeah. So you know, without that family sharing, without being able to, you know, demo the full game. Because somebody you know has it, you know. Now we're left with the uh, old, uh, the old system, which I think they're just trying to put back into place. And I could red box it, but I don't want to. I'm lazy. That you know, red box means I gotta get off my it's fat butt, out of my chair, go over to the store and get it, and put a disc <laughs> in and install it. And oh, maybe I'm discless, oh, the man. Horror. I'm digital man. The horror. <laughs> digital, all digital is a beautiful thing. Yeah. So just. The only thing they need to do is let us demo the games, and they need to let you pre-order digital titles and get those digital bonuses for doing it. And more digital sales. 
Yes, we need more sales. I'm cheap. And cheap. They're, they're doing it. We're <clears throat> seeing stuff, but, it, yeah. you know, yeah, we need, you know, I would love to see digital titles be ten at least $10 cheaper than the disc, physical-based stuff. Yep. I mean, they're not pressing discs. They're not cutting, they're not printing paper and car, uh, plastic boxes. It's pure profit. You know? that, it's, it's, well, yeah. There's not pure I'm paying profit, the same price. There's no, there's absolutely zero manufacturing costs. Right. For that copy. <laughs> yep. So it would be nice to see that sent to sent to us. And I think you want to push digital, make it cheaper, and people will go. And once you got everybody over, then you jack the price back up. But, you know, I mean, that's <laughs> what they're going to do. But in the meantime, if you really want us to sign on, then, you you know, you can't you can't make it more difficult for us and expect, us to expect people to jump on board on a new system. When you make it harder to find stuff, you don't give them trials, you can't pre-order, you lose out on pre-order bonuses, you can't pre-download and install so it's ready to go on the day it's released, you know, those are challenges that they need to overcome. So that's it. That's I'm done. I don't have much to, I don't have much to add to it other than I like the idea of them putting the demos out there and, and you know, it leads to sales. Demos lead to sales. So. Yeah. Plus downloading two versions of something, it's disc waste. So then you have to go through later and delete the demo and, who wants to do that? It's so much effort. It's like going to the red box. <laughs> That's so <in> 2013. <laughs> yeah. That's so, so you, should, you should be able to say Xbox, delete, connect sports demo. Exactly. Go to red box. <laughs> Order pizza. I need a digital version of Gamefly. There you go. Yeah. That's what we need. We'll get there. I have a feeling it'll be there. Sometime. Microsoft should do it. They're they're doing they're renting videos. Why you know they've got the I mean that's that's the killer thing here. They've already got it set up because they're already you can rent videos. I in fact I I rent all my movies through Xbox video. Hmm. I don't even we don't even have a video store by us. The only thing that's around is Redbox. There are no more video stores. So, you know, in fact, it was funny. My wife the other day, she's like, she wanted to watch the first Indiana Jones movie, and we didn't, well, we didn't own it. And I said, she's like, well, we can Redbox it. And I said, no, you can't. I said, Redbox only has new movies. And she's like, well, how do you get it? And I said, well, you have to see if it's available digitally. And Amazon actually had it. So we rented it and streamed it to the to to our tv through amazon instant video but uh, you know and it worked great <laughs> but you can't get those anymore that type of stuff so they've already got the platform you can go in and you can buy it you can rent it you know microsoft very easily they already have the they already have the game just add a line you want to rent it or do you want to buy it you know you can rent it if you're in their rental club then you you're allowed to have one and they can tag everything i mean it's simple as it's on your hard drive it's all digital you want to rent another game if you're on the one game program and you're paying microsoft an additional 10 to 20 dollars a month to be on the rental program oh you want to download something guess what we know this one's a down uh, is a rental we get to delete it first fine delete the game it's your game stuff is saved you can always re-download it later if you want you know pay them more two games three games They've already got the system in place. They just need to turn it on. Right. <laughs> I'd, I'd happily start. I'd pay. I'd pay Microsoft more money every month. You know, I'd pay them every month just to be on a rental program with them. 
download straight to my Xbox One. It'd be awesome. So, yeah, I, I know I mentioned this before, but there's a, a pretty cool website. Uh, it's canistreet.it where you can search for a particular title and it'll tell you what service it's on. Mm-hmm. So for streaming, it does, uh, well, here, let's see here, uh, Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, Crackle, Redbox, Instant, YouTube, Epics. Your, your Xbox does that too now. Okay. You know, if you go, if you go into, and that's, if you go over to, man, my Xbox can't keep Twitch running tonight. Hmm. If you go into the video marketplace, so I always go into Xbox video. Okay, that's all right for Microsoft. Mm-hmm. But if you okay. go, oh, if you, uh, you know, right bumper over and you go to movies and TV and you select that category and you do a search, it'll tell you what, app the, you what apps that is available on even. So, like, it says, oh, I did that the other day and there was like, oh, this is on Xbox Video and it's on Crackle, you know. So it showed me, you know, it's available to buy on these different formats. If you, if you do even ask Xbox the bing it or search for it you say xbox i don't know if it's still xbox bing but if you say xbox bing you know indiana jones it'll do that and should tell you the same results i believe yeah so we found that on amazon instant streaming so and then it went, I went the next day and I bought the whole, all four movies on Blu-ray. So, cause yeah. she wants to watch the next one. So I'm like, I'll just buy the whole pack on Blu-ray. <laughs> so, so, but anyways, anything else on that? Nope. Just cracking on, Sir. uh, monkey punch 77. He keeps saying hello and I keep telling him hi. It's like, man, how many times do I have to tell you hi? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's probably telling other people hi and I'm just <laughs> I'm like, I thought we were past hello, you know, highs. Playing around. So. Yeah, and I see, is it Jimmy, is, his Twitch is crashing. Mine keeps crashing on my Xbox One. Oh, earlier he said, hey, you know, he's like, I finally got it through Twitch and haven't haven't crashed yet. And it's like, boom. He's like, I spoke too soon. <laughs> it's not my fault because I'm streaming. It's not my fault. <laughs> no, it's it's not. I'm, the, I'm watching the PC feed run. It's fine, so... It's, you know, the Xbox and it's 8 million people on that service, so Twitch needs to get proved. All right. Well, that wraps up Roundtable. So and, uh, we're going to hit the community. But first, uh, feel free to check us out on Facebook. So um, go out there and you can search for this Xbox Life and join our community, which is growing. And you know, we had a couple more people join this week. So it's pretty nice to have that. That many people out there and hanging out and chatting with. So, uh, also, you can contact us by email, which is contact at this xboxlife.com. We have a Twitter, which is twitter.com slash this xboxlife. And if you want to get your voice on the show, which we're going to play Andrew here in a minute that we tried to play last week, but we couldn't, so we're going to play this week, you can go to our site and uh, on the right hand side it says uh, send voicemail. So you can Send us a voicemail, and we will play it on the show, just like, without break. Just like? Just like this. Hello, this Xbox lifers. My name is Andrew, and I'm calling in from Hobart in Tasmania. Just wanted to say that I really enjoy the show, 
and I wanted to share my thoughts on the new Xbox One console. I'm really enjoying it and I'm a great music lover and I still play vinyl and CDs, but I've recently subscribed to Xbox Music and I'm really making the most of the range. I found they have um, obscure bands in German, Hungarian, bands from Australia, the UK and of course American, but even local bands and performers that I know. I'd imagine if I'd bought all this music, I just wouldn't have room to move in my house. But the real surprise packet for me has been the Xbox fitness program. I wonder if any of you have had a look at this yet. It's worth downloading the app. I've done a couple of workouts already and did one this morning with my wife and found it really, really worthwhile. My friend across the road is a personal trainer and he had a look and frankly was amazed at the quality of the programs. There really is an extensive catalogue of programs by famous trainers there. And who would have thought I've already unlocked some achievements and earned some points? Who would have thought it? Sweating for points. Thanks again for the show, Andrew. Sweating for points. <laughs> so uh, I, I, I don't have an Xbox One. I haven't tried it, but I would really like to. Um, I know like Insanity, I believe, is on there which is something that a personal trainer at work holds every Tuesday. So I go to that and I just picked. So um, have any of you guys tried the? Yeah, I tried yep. it uh, right at the beginning of uh, right when uh, the Xbox One came out. And man, that was harsh. I, <laughs> I think they're 10 minutes. Is that right, Wayne? The ten-minute workouts. Yeah, that, yeah. Approximately. That's right. Yeah, so I did one, and then my wife wanted to try one. Uh, she didn't make it all the way through hers. I made it a little bit more than halfway, and I was nauseous for about the next hour. <laughs> I think so, I think I remember you telling this story now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely did mention it. So. <laughs> I guess it proves what kind of shape that you're in. Uh, they are. I mean, it's it's a really cool system. It's It's got achievements. It really pushes you. It kind of tells you if you're slow or if you're, uh, well, not if you're slow, if you're, if you're not keeping the pace. Uh, the slow business is something totally different, I guess. But uh, it, it's really interesting. It's really well done. And I believe in its, it's in its uh, first incarnation right now so i'd like to see where they're going to go with it and you tried it too right mark yeah but uh when i looked there was not enough low impact stuff i mean you know i can't just start out on px90 sorry you know i don't want to have a heart attack in the middle of my office so <laughs> it's just not going to work so i need more uh, low impact stuff and maybe they've got stuff out there I haven't looked at it but I did try the one that they had and whoo man that wasn't low impact either that was <laughs> that was brutal I was like two minutes in I'm like oh my gosh am I done yet you know <laughs> <laughs> I still got eight minutes what <laughs> so but no it's a really cool system I, I do need to get back in there I would like to, to do it more because it definitely will make you sweat that's for sure so just having the feedback is pretty cool because you can definitely cheat something and it'll call you out and it gives you the achievements you think you score points if i remember right so it's uh it's some pretty cool gamification in there 
and uh, you know that could incentivize you to actually do it if you're if you're uh, you know working out and, and there's friends that are doing the same thing. So they always say that if you work out with somebody, that you're more apt to do it. You know, here you're basically doing it in your own room at home. However, you are sort of competing with other people that you know. So that's cool. I don't even think I have. Uh, I'll have to look. Maybe I'll challenge you, Rob, to a fitness event. <laughs> don't bother. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying I'd win? I'd win? <laughs> uh, I'd have to move my Xbox because it's at my computer table now. And I have to move it back to, <laughs> to the living room where I have room. <laughs> where is it? Xbox Fitness must be a uh, – I don't even see it. I, guess I don't know if it was under the games or apps, but I'm actually not even finding it. Maybe I must have totally it's covered with it. Dude, I it's covered with dust and clothes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I think it's, I just deleted it's, it. <laughs> it's like a treadmill. <laughs> it's covered by his other stuff now. Uh, well, for people who are not using the app, they wanted to buy any new games this week. But what can they get? Well, they can go to uh, this Xbox Life, like yeah, this Xbox Life dot com slash Amazon, and uh, they can buy all sorts of exercise gear and your um, oh, what's it called? Indiana Jones movies on Blu-ray, and who knows how, what else? You can get them in 3D, probably even. On Amazon <laughs> yeah, show. probably. Probably. Cool. Thanks. And there's no uh, no releases this week, so I put new releases and there wasn't any. Yeah, it's gonna be a slow July. I think the only thing we've got is some DLC. What for Dark Souls? A Battlefield Four. I mean, yeah, Battlefield Four Sweet. DLC comes out this week. Yeah, Dragon Sea. But for Xbox One, we're not getting anything until August nineteenth. Yeah. Diablo Three, baby. Ultimate Evil Edition. I'll be getting that for sure. And then September 9th is Destiny. Oh, wow. And then I'm just looking and that really, yeah, it's, hopefully we'll see some stuff. Yeah, September, then Forza Horizon 2, the end of September. So. All right. Yeah, so. It looks like it's going to be kind of a, a slow, uh, a slow summer. For new releases, at least. Sorry, we'll go play some Titanfall. <laughs> yeah. But uh, what a wrap of today's show or episode 301. Um, you know, go out to iTunes, rate us, give us five stars, tell us you love us. You know, obviously subscribe to our Twitch feed if you haven't already. Uh, go out to YouTube, like our YouTube videos, get it out there. You know, spread the word, share the love of this Xbox Life. So, anything else, guys? Do you have anything else? That's all. Nope. Right then. Well, everybody, enjoy. Thank you for coming. Have a good night. I am Brun, DJ Swick33. I'm Rob, also known as Presar. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you all next week. And I'm Mark, aka Wingman709. Take it off. Woo! <laughs>